Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Praise God. Somebody shout first things first. Praise God. That's our theme of preaching. You know, I know you've noticed that there seems to be a craze right now of people wanting to know their ancestral genealogy. Y'all seen these commercials going on? People are tracing their roots. I ain't got to do it yet, but I want to. People are tracing their roots by using this, excuse me, this green leaf database, uh, uh, doing uh, database searches, if you will, census records, war records, surname histories, and old recorded obituaries, just, just seeking, trying to find out who I am, where I come from, what, what, what is my heritage. Now, and now, I don't know if you've seen it, there's even one that you take a DNA test. Huh? Anybody ever tried that? Let me know. I don't know how it works. They're, they're using these DNA. I've seen this commercial on it. It's DNA to, to trace our family history. Some of you sitting there saying, I ain't tracing my family. <laughs> Are you kidding? I know enough. <laughs> but the reason people do this is because the more you find out about your family history, the more you find out about yourself. Amen? The more you find out about Understanding your heritage can help you understand where you came from. It can help you understand why you act like you act. It can... <laughs> There's so much I'm thinking that I just can't say. It can help you understand why you have certain characteristics, uh, certain traits, and certain habits, and certain behaviors, all by just finding out your family history. Amen. Well, today, in this uh, First Thing First series, I want to do a biblical Greenleaf DNA ancestral, it's another good word to throw in there. Database search of our heritage. Are you with me? Now, the one we're about to do is so much more precise. It's, it's so much more accurate than these that you buy offline because they're limited by the lack of information. Amen. They're, they're, they're handicapped by recorded information. So you can go so far and as far you go, as you're going to be able to go. But our database today, our, our, our uh, records are extremely accurate and precise and simply because they go all the way back to the book of Genesis. And Genesis in the, uh, uh, in the Greek means origin. Genesis in the Hebrew means beginning. So today, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. All the way back to our very origin. We're going to go all the way back in order to discover our created characteristic traits and behaviors and mannerisms that we started with. Will you go with me? Genesis 1, 26, God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Let's make man to look like us. Let's make man to have our resemblance. 
Let's make man to be replicas. This is the Greek of all these words. Let's make man to be replicas of who we are. Facsimiles, duplicated reproductions of who we are. A carbon copy. And then he went to the next level and said, but let's not just make man to resemble us. Let's make man to act like us. Let's make man to possess the same characteristic traits, have the same behaviors and inerrant inclinations. Let's create man to have the same mannerisms that we have. So God did that. Verse number 28, and God blessed them. I need you to get that word. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion. So we were created by God in his very own likeness and image, and then blessed by God to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish. Meaning God. At the creation of mankind, uh, he placed in him an inerrant, natural, inborn disposition to be fruitful. He placed in us a natural, inborn, inerrant disposition to, 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 to multiply, to excel, and to be successful. Can I get a witness? In other words, you were equipped and empowered by God to increase, to expand, and to excel. To replenish means actually to supply what is lacking. It means to bring things into existence that did not exist until you showed up. Why? Because that's your created purpose. It's as natural for you to be fruitful and productive as it is for a fruit tree to produce fruit. Apples on an apple tree is not a phenomenon. Give me a high five. I did good today. Woo! Glory. Didn't cuss nobody out. Didn't throw a fit. Y'all might want to just wait on me. I'm going to work this thing. It is not a phenomenon for an apple tree to produce an apple. Corn on the stock, Brother Guerrero, is not a phenomenon. You expected it when you planted it. Matter of fact, it's, it's intended purpose. It's created purpose. Amen. Are y'all okay? It's original design is so expected that the phenomenon would be for the fruit tree not to bear fruit. That would be the phenomenon. Amen. That would be unnatural. Oh, God, help me this morning. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It, it, it would be unnatural. Amen. Uh, because that's what it was created to do. So you don't sit around and applaud it, begging it. Come on, please produce me some corn, please. Amen. You just walk off and leave that thing because, amen, the character is in the root. Amen. I ain't got to beg that corn to be corn because the corn is in the root. And the root, the fruit, amen, will always be a reflection of the root. We got to take this. Can we work this this morning? 
So not only is it natural, not only is it not a phenomenon, it's also natural for everything to produce after its own kind. And like I said, in other words, uh, the fruit cannot help but match the root. He don't have to work. He don't have to sweat. Amen. He don't have to beg and plead. Amen. The apple, he's not sweating in fearful anxiety saying, oh, God, help me be an apple today. Man, I'm preaching. Y'all ain't saying nothing, but I'm preaching. Help me. Help me to be an apple today, God. Oh, God, please help me not to be an orange. Please, Lord. Please, Lord, you got to help me. Amen. I've got to try to be an apple. I've got to try to be an apple. I've got to work so hard to be an apple. Everybody else on the tree is an apple. I got to be an apple. Oh, everybody else is an apple. I got to be an apple. Amen. So maybe if I watch that apple, I can be like that apple. Amen. Maybe they won't know I'm a prune if I... Uh, so, so if I hang out with apples, maybe to make me more like an apple. Amen. Uh, I've got to, I got to be an apple today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I was an apple all day today. I was an apple. I nailed it. Please, Lord, help me tomorrow. Help me tomorrow. Help me tomorrow to be the same apple I was today. It's not a phenomenon for a cow to have a calf. It's natural. Amen. You, you cowboys out there you, you, that got hurt, amen. Do you expect to get anything less than a calf? Just what I expect. It's, it's, it's not a phenomenon for the cow to have a calf. Now, it would be an unnatural phenomenon for the cow to produce a pig. Boy, this is deep. Can, can, can y'all stay with me? Y'all gonna have to write this stuff down. It's deep. The calf, the, the, the calf don't come thinking, oh, God, please help me to be a calf. I'm supposed to be a calf. I've got to be a calf. Amen. I got so much pressure on me to be a calf. Amen. Please don't let me come out like a pig, Lord. I, I, I need to be a calf. Well, when God created you, he created you in his image and he created you in his likeness. In other words, God said, let's create man to possess the very same nature, the very same attributes, the same characteristics and mannerisms as we do. In other words, God followed the same principle he established in the plant kingdom and the animal kingdom. He said, let everything produce after its own kind. God did the same thing. He just produced after his own kind. Therefore, it was natural for mankind to possess the attributes of God. It was natural for him to have the characteristics and the mannerisms, amen, that were just like God. The fruit could not help but match the root. Amen? So mankind was created just like his creator. He has an inerrant, y'all got to go with me now. He has an inerrant, natural born inclination to be fruitful. To be, to multiply, to excel, to exceed, to, I love this word, replenish. It's God's given nature to excel, to succeed, to exercise dominion, and to take authority. It is not in man's nature to be dominated. Y'all gonna have a hard time receiving this word this morning. We're gonna make it real. It's, it's not in your nature to lose. 
quite contrary to this false gospel that's being preached that you're a failure and you're going to fail every day and you're going to sin every day. It's not in this book. It is a false gospel. Amen. Because you were created in the image of God who cannot fail. You're created in the image of God who is never stagnant or stale. Scientists say that still universes are leaping into existence that they can't even keep up with. Amen. Why? Because he's a God of expansion and he's so full of life that life is just always flowing out of him. And he said, I created you in my image and in my likeness. Amen. So it's not in man's nature to be dominated. Do not buy into the lie. Daddy was a loser. Grandpa was a loser. I'm going to be a loser. We're going all the way back to our origin, and you were not created to lose. You were not created to be dominated. Matter of fact, Joshua was so not used to defeat. Amen. He was so used to winning and excelling. It was a phenomenon to Joshua when he lost the battle. Oh, my God. Bring that back to the church. Amen. To where we walk out our front doors looking to stumble. We go, we go out our front doors looking to fail. We go out our front doors expecting, amen, I probably won't make it through the day. And Joshua lost one battle and said, oh, my God, this is weird. This ain't right because I am created in the likeness of God. I am a child of God. I'm not supposed to be losing this battle. So something has happened to relationship that has hindered my dominion. So, so Joshua went to, went, to, went to finding out, oh, my God, what's wrong that I'm not winning today? What's wrong that depression is overcoming me today? What's wrong that oppression is slipping into my house today? What's wrong that I can't control my tongue today? Uh, I'm going to try this side. Y'all scared me over there. Amen. What, 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 what's wrong? Because this ain't the nature. This ain't the nature of my God. Amen. Uh, I wasn't created to lose. I was created to win every battle. Can y'all say that with me? Every battle. Every battle. Because God ain't never lost a battle. Amen. God, bring this disposition back to the body of Christ. We were created to replenish, not to deplete. Amen. It's part of my created purpose. Amen. I'm blessed to change the atmospheric uh, uh, condition till it comes conducive to be productive. I don't know if y'all getting this then. I got to take this a little deeper. In other words, I don't have to walk around saying I could be fruitful if I was in a better church. I could be fruitful if I had a better husband. I could be fruit. That was a big amen over there, sister. I, I could be fruitful if I had a better wife. I could be more productive if I had a better job. I could be more successful if I didn't have to hang around them people, amen. He said, I have anointed you to replenish, meaning you bring things into the atmosphere that was not there until you showed up. Yeah. Hey, is anybody listening to me, amen? So we're not needy, amen. Would you talk nice to me so I could be an apple today? 
Huh? Amen. My root says apple, so when I produce, I produce an apple. My root says Jesus, so when I produce, I... My God, are y'all okay this morning? It's just part of my creative purpose. It's in my DNA. I don't work to do it. It just happens. When I realize who I am, it just happens. Man, this is about the best news I've heard all day. How about you? So quit pouting and saying, oh, my God, why am I in this dreary place? Why am I in this desolate place? Why am I in this defeated place? And start doing what you were created to do. Be fruitful. Replenish. Change the atmosphere. Amen? It's in your DNA. Amen? Why? Because you've been blessed by God to be fruitful and to bring increase and you don't have to wait on conducive atmospheres and cooperative climates for you to bring forth fruit. That is too much. Huh? Some of you are going to miss your calling and we're going to bury your talent because you're waiting on the right atmosphere. Amen? Huh? You're waiting for all the bills to get paid? Good luck on that. You're waiting to get out of debt? Good luck on that, even though we're coming up, Cole. Amen. You're, you're waiting on your kids to act right, waiting on them to grow up? Wait a what, 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 what? Ask your neighbor, what you waiting on? Can I tell you, when you do get your kids grown and you do get your bills paid, then you're going to say, well, I'm too old now. I don't have the, oh my God, help me to help somebody in this place, amen. If you keep waiting on your atmosphere to cooperate with you, the devil is gonna drive your anointing to your grave. You gotta realize, when I show up, I change. When I show up, I change the atmosphere and I create the atmosphere that is conducive for me to shine. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them you don't like the atmosphere. Tell them. Just tell them. Before they can answer, tell them, we'll change it. We'll change it. That's the way we were created. Change it. Are you going to let the atmosphere change you? Are you going to realize I'm blessed? I've been empowered by God. I'm a seer. Somebody ought to shout in this place. I'm blessed. Amen. And I brought something with me. God didn't stand on the brink of nothing, look in the darkness and said, oh, my God, I can't be successful. There is no light. It's too dark. He said, I brought mine with me. <laughs> he, said, he said, I brought mine with me. Somebody ought to shout, I brought my peace with me. I brought my joy with me. I brought my dominion with me. I don't need a job, don't mind it. I don't need to get it from anybody else. It's in my DNA, man. Jesus, it's my deoxyribonucleic acid. Practice that for an hour. I think I nailed it. I'm not sure. Amen. Are you listening to me? It's in my DNA. Matter of fact, quite contrary to what we're preaching today, amen, I'm just inclined to win. I'm just inclined to sin. I'm just inclined to overcome. So you can kill him, put him in a grave three days, but watch out. He's inclined to get up. He's inclined to get up. Tell your neighbor, I may be down, but I'm inclined to get up. Give me some of that air, sister. 
Amen. And ain't nobody got to beg me to get up. Ain't nobody got to drag me up. It's just in my nature. You can even put a stone over my grave. But I'm telling you, the stone can't hold him. The grave can't hold him. I'll come back shouting, oh, grave, where is your victory? Oh, grave, where is your sting? My God, you can buy into that defeated gospel if you want to, but I came from a long line of getter-uppers. Oh, send some air, Lord, send some air. I gotta start exercising. Amen. I come from a long line of those who will get up. Amen. I might get down, but don't count me out. Is anybody listening to me? Amen. Because it would be a phenomenon for me not to get up. It would be a phenomenon for me not to make it. Oh, somebody ought to shout at it. I knew this was gonna kill me. I would tell Kobe I'd never shut up where I could get up here in this pool. It's just, I'm just revealing my roots. I'm just showing you what I'm made out of. I'm just showing you what you was made out of. Oh, that's what you don't understand. Adam fell. You know the reason Adam fell? Because he was so inclined to advance. The only way the devil could get him is You can be bigger. You can do more. Are you listening to me? Amen. The only trick they could play on them was he played on their inclination to be expanding and growing. You can be like God and you can, uh, are you listening to me? So don't come here telling me, oh, that may have been the way it was, but a man failed and we don't have that inclination anymore. I got good news. I got good news. When you're born again, it's your new genesis. When you're born again, it's your new origin. When you're born again, it's your new beginning. And the nature of God is given back to you. So our old things are passed away. So when you've been blessed by God to be fruitful, it's just what you do. And the reason you can't be happy being stupid. Oh, I'm not supposed to use that word. The reason there's condemnation in failure is because you wasn't created to fail. But we failed so much, we built another gospel that says, I'm a sinner, you're a sinner, we're all a sinner, and we sin every day. Glory be to God. One day he'll come and take me out of my misery, and we'll spend eternity in heaven. The devil is a liar. (laughs) Are you listening to me? I said, the devil is a liar. You so... I'm finna cop an attitude in this place. When you're blessed by God, you'll succeed. You will, you, you, you will bring increase. You won't wait on conducive circumstances and co- cooperative climates for you to shine. Matter of fact, We were really created to work the night shift. You you were created to work the night shift, not the day shift. I could do better if I worked with all Christians. Well, you need to go to school and be a monk or something. 
or whatever monks do. Huh? Amen. You, 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 you weren't created. Amen. Light was only created to dispel the darkness. Somebody ought to help me right now. So we've actually been called to work the night shift. Because in the night is when the light shines darkness and it dispels the light rather than the darkness. I mean the darkness rather than the darkness dispelling the light. Can't bring it on, devil. Hear how dark it gets, I'll shine. And not because I'm anybody, it's just because that's who my daddy is. Huh? I am my daddy's guts. Y'all say that in Louisiana? That's a Texas saying. Boy, you are your daddy's guts. Huh? Tell your neighbor. Tell him. Go ahead and tell him. You are your daddy's guts. You got his mannerisms. You got his characteristical traits that when it's dark in your life, you just stand and look at the darkness and say, let there be light. Let there be light. Joseph. Y'all stay with me this morning. Joseph was in, in the midst, sold by his own brothers, his family. They ain't, no, they ain't no worse wound than to be wounded by your own family. I know y'all can't say nothing. Just, just, just say praise the Lord. There ain't no kiss so wounding than the kiss of a best friend. Amen. I mean, I expect you to be my enemy and you just pop me, boy, and that don't hurt my feelings. It may hurt my jaw, but it don't hurt my feelings because I expect you to do that. But when you get hurt by the people you love and they betray you and they sell you, oh, my God. I always had time to hang out right there because there's some people in this place right now. Amen. There ain't no bondage like that, and that's where Joseph was. Amen. But if you're, if you're blessed, and, and, and if you're called, it don't matter if you're in the palace or the prison, you just automatically do what you created to do. You just be fruitful, and you multiply, and you're successful. Amen. Matter of fact, right in the midst of Joseph's opposition, amen, uh, he had some children, and he named one of his children Ephraim which means to be fruitful. For he said, God has caused me to be fruitful right in the midst of my opposition. Can I tell you, you wasn't anointed to avoid trouble. You're not empowered, amen, to never have trouble, amen. But you are empowered to right in the midst of your trouble, you're still producing. You're still producing love. You're still producing peace. You're still producing joy. These boys is preaching on God's a good God. He's a good God because because he provides. He's a good God because he heals. Can I take it to the next level? He's a good God when he don't heal because he gives me the strength to walk right through the valley of the shadow of death. He's just good. And, and it's part of my character. I just can't help but be good. Some of you are trying to put this message in Perspective, ain't you? I just can't help but be good. I'm just good all the time. Boy, it is quiet in this place. So good that when I'm bad, 
I feel bad about being bad because I know I'm good. Whew, somebody, my wife said, thank God he brought that back around. <laughs> huh? Amen. Because I'm actually good when I'm bad. Got to clarify that one too, don't I? How can you be good when you're being bad? Because I'm so good that I may be bad, but I can't practice bad. I got an amen over here. Thank you. I can't continue to be bad because it's not my nature. Is anybody catching this? Amen. Nowadays, we're bad all the time and have twisted scripture around to make us feel better about ourselves. I think this is too much for some of you. Joseph, right in the middle of his affliction, family sold him out. He had a child. He said, I want to name him Ephraim, fruitful. Amen. That every time I call him Ephraim, I'm going to remind myself, amen. I'm away from my family. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, technically a slave, amen, in a foreign land. But every time I call my son up to me, I remind myself I'm fruitful. Maybe some of you need to remind yourself in the predicament that you're in right now, this is not who I am. Joseph was saying, I may be in a bad predicament, but this is not who I am. I am who I gave birth to. I am Ephraim. I am fruitful. I am blessed by God. And this is not where I will spend the rest of my life. Oh, he didn't stop there. He had another son. He said, I'm going to call his name Manasseh. Manasseh means to forget. He said, I'm going to name him Manasseh because God has caused me to forget all my labor and all my toil. Isn't it amazing how fruitfulness has the ability to make you forget some really terrible stuff? In oh my God, I need somebody to know that you've been an anointed to forget it. Huh? Sold by your family, misused, abused, but you have an anointing about you that is not like this world. You have an anointing and you're blessed by God to be able to forget it, to be able to lay it to rest and not let it define you or plague you. Is anybody in this place? What's awesome, none of his circumstances had changed. He was still right in the middle of it all, playing with Manasseh and Ephraim and enjoying life. Somebody, somebody needs to, I keep feeling something in my spirit right now. I need y'all to help me preach right now, would you? I need you to, to reach over and tell your neighbor sincerely, you've been anointed to forget it. You've been a, you've been a, something that's happening right now. You've been anointed to let it go. You're, you've been blessed by God to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I need somebody praying right now because I feel like the Holy Spirit's trying to do a work. Amen. Well, I, I didn't know. I thought, I thought this happened to me and, I, I, and it's something I, that, 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 that I'll go to my grave with. It's something that I just can't get over and I can't get beyond it because I'm human. I got good news. Let's pull up the green tree. Let's go all the way back to the book of Genesis and God has blessed you to replenish. You can bring forgiveness where there was no forgiveness. You can bring healing where there was, oh, is anybody 
anybody in this place this morning, you're too much like God to let your past bog you down. You mean, preacher, you mean you, I can wipe that event out of my mouth? I don't, out of my mind. I, I don't know about that. I don't know if you can wipe it out of your mind, but that don't matter as long as you wipe it out of your heart. It don't matter. It don't matter, baby, if you can't wipe it out of, out, of, out of this thought process. But if you can wipe it out of your heart, it can't control you no longer. It can't pull on you no longer. Amen. Somebody is about to give birth to Manasseh. Somebody is about to be fruitful and begin to multiply. Oh, God, I got way more preach than I got energy left. Y'all better pray for Just, just telling you who you are because the devil's told you you're somebody else. Society's told you somebody else. No, you are who God says you are, brother. And you are who God created you to be. The problem is we got way more potential than we do expectation. We have way more potential than we do expectation. Our expectation's so low, we never full, reach the fullest of our potential. I come to tell you, you got potential to change the atmosphere you live in right now. And this is what I love about it. You think if you could change geographical locations, you'd be all right. And God's saying, I want to change the atmosphere in the geographical, in where you at. And the devil is a liar. That's what I want to do because it ain't true victory for you to be jerked out. Amen. That's why I believe that the rapture will not take place until the church takes her rightful position again as winners and rulers. We will, God Almighty, the rapture is not the great escape. It's the great reward. Oh, God, please come, Lord Jesus. We ought to be jerking people out of the fire saying, give me one more day. Give me one more day. Don't come yet, Jesus. Don't come yet, Jesus. I got a son. I got a daughter. I got a community. Oh, my God, that's who you are. reason you're not walking in victory and you're so condemned to beat up all the time is because you're not fulfilling your potential. Huh? You can go find your church that'll build a doctrine around your lack of expectation. And it may make you feel better for a little while, but there's an inborn disposition in you to conquer something. You just got to conquer something. You want to take some territory. I got to climb over that mountain just to see what's on the other side. It's what's in us. It's what's in us. That's why some of you don't understand why you come here week after week, sit on these pews, and you still don't have the peace and joy you know you're supposed to have. Because there ain't nothing no more uh, depressing, depressing than potential to set on your expectation. Matter of fact, we have a negative expectation. We expect to lose. Oh, you don't know my life. Ain't nothing ever good happen to me. Huh? If anybody's lose, it's going to be me. How many times have you said something go wrong? I knew it. Oh, that hit home, didn't it? I knew it. I knew it was too good to be true. My God, he's preaching this morning. Y'all help him. Uh, we, we expect it. We expect it. Well, guess what? God is a faithful God. You are going to receive according to your expectations. 
I ain't got time to go there. I got a story behind that, but I'm not. You're anointed to move on. You're anointed to forget it. You're anointed to put it under your feet. Amen. And I guarantee you, I'm preaching to 90% of this church right here right now because everybody's been kissed by Judas at some point in their life. Everybody's been betrayed or sold out at some point in their life. If you ain't careful, amen, you'll let society make you believe, amen, that, 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 that that's something that scarred you and, and, and has marred you and you can't do nothing but live with it. But I, I decided to go on a little further back than when I got hurt and I went on back in my genealogy and I went on back... No, move on. Amen. And finally I hit and the green leaf found me in the Garden of Eden with my true father. Have you seen that commercial, dude? Where the guys, guys out there jogging, eating Greek food. And she said he just found out, amen, that some of his ancestors were great runners. Now he wants to run. <laughs> Oh, God, he, he, he just found out, amen, that his ancestors were really Italian, and we've had pizza every night. It's just changed his behavior. Oh, my God, it's just changed his behavior. When you find out who you really are and work, God Almighty, it'll change your behavior. And where you used somebody get on your feet and praise the Lord. Can y'all hear me? Come on. Come on, come on. You're not a loser, you're a winner. It's who you are. <laughs> My God, sit down, I'm just talking. I pulled my daughter off of a basketball team one time, right here, this one right here. She wasn't that big. She was the best girl on the team. Have you ever noticed that when your kids play sports, they're always the best on the team? Is it just my family? I'm just saying. And I pulled her off the team because daddies who couldn't dribble a basketball were screaming at their kids who was doing a better job than they could do. Coach is screaming. I went out and pulled her out. She was the lead girl. I don't know what she was. She brought the ball down. Point guard. I said, let's go. We marched right out of that gym. Are you listening to me? Amen. The reason you have such a competitive spirit in you that makes me where I don't even like you, amen, I only watch football with, with some people. Huh? Amen. Because we got such a competitive spirit. Is anybody listening to me? We got such a competitive spirit in us that some of us don't know how to control it. Amen. I just wonder if we would stir up that competitive spirit that God put in us. Devil, I ain't taking a back seat. I don't care how sorry Alabama is. I know they can win it. I'm sorry. If I keep talking, it's going to come out that I'm talking about you. Amen. Are you listening to me? What if we got that in the spirit? Amen. You men driving down the road in two lanes and some car starts easing up. Are y'all listening to me? My wife says, don't do it, Dean. Don't do it. Amen. If me and you are going somewhere in two different cars, even if you're the lead, I'm getting in front. 
Huh? Am I that way? Because huh? there's something in me that was created. It's all. It's, amen. It's, there was something in us that was created. I ain't second and I ain't third. I'll be the head and not the tail. I'll be the first and not the last. It's what I was created to be. It's who I am. Inborn, it's a natural inborn disposition. It's who you are. You've bought into this lie that you're a failure. You have let your moments of weakness defined. Oh my God. You have let your dilemma define your character. And even it's affected your mannerisms and your responding based on what you come out of. Oh, somebody help me. Well, today you're going to have a genesis in your life that you're going to go back. Tell your neighbor, go back. Go back. Go back to where it all started. Go back to the genesis. Go back to the, to the, uh, the origin of who you are. Because it swallows up all that you have become. Because you're blessed. You're blessed to replenish that school up there with the joy of the Lord, brother. Don't wait on president to do it. Don't wait on Congress to do it. Don't, 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 don't wait on to pass some kind of legislation. Just take the kingdom wherever you go. Kobe's message. Huh? You're anointed. Amen. Don't let the darkness hinder you. Just walk in there and say, I saw it, I brought my own. That is so cool. Huh? We got trouble, that's all right. I ain't gonna freak out. I ain't gonna freak out because this atmosphere is not applauding me, puffing me up, and telling me I'm all that in a bag of chips. Mm -mm. All that produces pride. I just brought my own confidence. I didn't bring no pride. I didn't bring no pride with me, but I brought a boatload of confidence. And every time I lose my confidence, I get out my family album. Uh, when I, <laughs> you like that part? When I start losing confidence and forgetting, I just get out my, 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 my family heirloom, my diary, and I start reading about people who were so blessed that, that some of my brothers, let me tell you about some of my brothers. I never talk about my family. Amen. But I had three brothers. Their names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, and I was looking at their pictures the other day, and somebody threw them in a fire, but they were so blessed. They was marching around right in the middle of the fire. Huh? And when I, I went back, visited them guys, and then I have an older brother. He's a, he's a lot older than me. Amen. I see where they throwed him in a den of lions, and he just laid back, grabbed the lion's tail. Are y'all listening to me this morning? I'm so blessed. Throw a famine on us. Throw a famine on us. We'll take a cruise of oil and a handful of meals, start an oil business, and pay off all our debt. Hey! Huh? Hey, man, you don't like resources. You're a replenisher. And you, when you get there, what was lacking has just showed up. 
Jesus. Jesus, are y'all tired of listening yet? Wave at me back there, brother, and y'all get tired of listening. I might quit, and I might not listen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Jesus had 5,000 men, not to mention the women and the kids, and all he had. Amen. Hey, God bless you, too. Happy anniversary on y'all's way out. Amen. God, Jesus. Jesus had 5,000, probably around 15,000 people with five loaves and two bread. Amen. Disciples are wondering what we're going to do. Jesus said, I'm anointed. I'm blessed to be fruitful and multiply. Amen. And right in the middle of lack, he opened up his own fish business and his bread business. And not only that, right in the middle of insufficient funds, he expanded, he expanded the business. And said, come on, disciples. Amen. Y'all are anointed to be fruitful and multiply. Let's expand the business here. Take it, break it, and give it. Don't count it, give it. Don't count it, give it. Don't evaluate. Oh, my God Almighty. Don't evaluate it. Just give it. Oh, my God. That ought to be preached right there. See, your, your, your expectations, your lack of expectation is robbing you of potential. He's giving you the opportunity every week. Write that in. Let your expectations start working with your potential. And watch what starts happening in your life. High five your neighbor and tell him, you're anointed. You're anointed. You're anointed. You're in a dark situation, but I need you to repeat after me. That's okay. I brought my own light. Have you ever noticed that, geez, God, do y'all know what day God created the sun and the moon on? Don't feel bad. Most people don't. It's something you know you just forgot. He created the sun and the moon on the fourth day. But in the beginning, on the first day, he said, that let there be light. So obviously, God operated by the light he brought rather than resources from the outside for three days. There comes a time in your life when you have to operate from the light from within because there ain't no light from without. That's all right. Let the sun go down. I brought my own light. I brought my own light. You're anointed to face difficulty. You're anointed to produce when the atmosphere is not conducive for it. Y'all remember, can y'all give me a few, my God, it's nearly one o'clock. Flukey did it. It's his fault. He took up the whole service. Y'all remember the children of Israel? They were in a strange land. They were under extreme oppression. Amen. And finally the Pharaoh said, we got to kill every man child. We got to kill every man child. Can you imagine them trying to be fruitful and multiplying and expanding the kingdom in such adverse situations? Amen. I mean, it don't matter to me if you work at the Sonic and got a boss like Scott Bamberg. You're still anointed to be successful. We saw y'all had a boss like him. Pharaoh said, we got to kill them kids. We got to kill them boys. They're too fruitful. They're, 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 they're too successful. Can I tell you, when you start getting successful, the enemy is going to attack. We heard it last night. 
He's going to try to abort your dream. So he said, okay, you midwives, when y'all go to the Hebrew women's houses and they start to give birth to children, kill every male child, kill every male child, kill every male. Well, all the males were being born and the Pharaoh brought the midwives in and said, why aren't you killing the boys? And they said, Pharaoh, the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. They are so strong and so lively. They just... They just produce it. They just spitting out children before we can kill them. Can I tell you, you are not like the world. You will produce. Hey, you just give birth to ministry right in the middle. You better be careful, devil. Don't you afflict me with sickness. I'll turn it around and start a ministry of healing. Oh, my God. Won't you jack with my finances? I'll turn that around and start me a financial class and everybody be rich. Don't you back me in a corner. I'll open a corner store. <laughs> I'll open a corner store. Uh, and get rich off of it. I forgot that one. You know what the problem with this message is? I have not reached the punchline. I needed to get to this place, but I just can't get away from the fact that, amen, you are so anointed. You do not need outside resources to give you what you need because you're a replenisher. You'll bring whatever's lacking with you. If you don't believe me, I can't quit preaching, but if you don't believe me, just ask Mary, amen, who was fruitful when she had no partner. She had no source. Is anybody listening to me? She said, Lord, how can I bring forth when I don't have help? God said, you got help. You don't need some joker for you to be what I called you to be. Somebody needs to give the Lord a hand right there. I just released you. You don't need nobody to applaud you. You don't need nobody to apologize to you. You don't need nobody to give you a helping hand because there's an anointing about you. They'll just get up all by yourself. Huh? Huh? I can't leave our gray-headed women of wisdom out. Don't let the devil tell you you're too old and your cycle's done ended and it's impossible. Amen. Because I got an old gray-headed sister and her name is Sarah. And at 90 years old, she felt something kick. Can I tell you, you're so anointed. It don't matter how old you are, how what you've been through, there's still the ability to be fruitful and multiply. What an appropriate service this morning when the, we call them the Diamond Club. All these original elders took over the service praying for people. It's good to see that when you get old, God don't get through with you. He just uses you in a different level. Come on, diamonds. Come on, all you gray-headed people. I, gotta, I, I ain't got time to preach it. But let me throw it out here and you take it home. Give me Psalms 89.14 on the screen. I'm going to get you out of here in time for a Super Bowl, all right? What time is that? Five o'clock. Here's the sum total of where I was trying to get and I got hung up. Justice and judgment or the habitation of your throne. 
Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Now, this is what ties to last week. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and there's going to be additions in your life. The word justice means practical conformity to the laws and to the principles. Justice means to be in right relationship with the established government. Okay? The word judgment here means truth and equity established. Your righteousness, right standing with the government, is based upon the established laws that are truth. And you're not operating outside those boundaries. He said righteousness and truth. The word habitation means, catch this, foundation. Righteousness and truth is the foundation of power. Got it? Throne represents power. Righteousness and truth. He said your scepter is a scepter of righteousness. A scepter is an emblem of authority and dominion. Catch this in closing. This scripture is proving to us that dominion and divine authority is held up by righteousness. Your dominion, your success, your ability to be fruitful and multiply depends upon maintaining the image and the likeness of Jesus Christ himself. Did that work? Y'all catch that? That's why he said the first thing you ought to seek is his kingdom, that's his order, and his righteousness, that's right standing with him, and it will automatically cause you to begin to multiply. Just automatically. So in other words, wait, you got it all wrong. Don't pursue power. Pursue relationship. Okay? You want to be successful? Pursue God, not money. You want to have favor? Pursue a relationship with God. And favor will just be added to your life. Seek you first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things are going to be just added to you. Oh, my God. Adam lost dominion when he gave up the image. Disobedience robbed him of his likeness to God. That's where it started. And that's what's wrong with the church. And that's the genius of our enemy who has preached that you are inerrantly bad. And you will inerrantly do bad. And you will act bad if you get pushed far enough when that is nowhere near the gospel of the kingdom. Because I've seen them tie men to whipping posts in my photo album and they beat them beyond recognition but they could not beat righteousness out of them Paul said you can have my head but you cannot have my relationship and our relationship is threatened when a tire on the back ride is low Are you okay? Huh? When somebody's in your lane and you're late for work. 
Well, that aggravating person in front of me, I'm trying to check out at Walmart, and they're up there talking and having a good time. Don't they know I'm busy? Seen some people rolling their eyes like. This ain't a message of condemnation to me. It's the best news I ever heard. Because you see, when I was in school, I rode the short bus. Anybody else get to ride short bus school? That ain't funny. I was so special, they gave me special teachers, special classes. I was in Form 1, Fundamentals of Math, for my whole high school year. I tried to play football and broke my collarbone twice in one year. So I was too much of a worm to be an athlete. Tried to play basketball, and they let me out one time, and I shot at the wrong goal. They said, it's true stories. I just said, I thought the goal was get that ball in that hoop. And this one was way closer than that and down there. But as my record was, I missed, praise the Lord. That's the only reason that my team was shouting. <laughs> so I didn't grow up used to winning. Matter of fact, when you lose as much as I lost, you don't even try out for the team no more. There's some people in this room right here that don't even try out for the team no more. Because you've lost all your life. Or you tried to cover it up with your loud mouth and jokes and all. But you still feel like a loser. You don't try out for the team no more. Then when you get saved, you, you, you don't go all the way back to Genesis. And we bring all that stuff with us because we think that's still who we are. I'm trying to help somebody this morning. So when I got saved and I found out this glorious good news, I said, I may not be the smartest I'm not the sharpest crayon in the box. I'm not the sharpest tack. I'm, I'm, I may not be a whole lot of things, but I can tell you this. I will excel in this kingdom. I'll excel because they can't nothing stop me but me because God's put the potential in there and if I raise my expectation to the level of my potential, I'm going to win this thing. Oh, let me help somebody. It don't matter what you are. It don't matter what you have not accomplished in your life. In this kingdom, you can be the head and not the tail. You can be the first and not the last. You can stagger up here with uh, Wrangler britches and cowboy boots and your belt girded up tight, stuttering and shaking under the power of God. And call men and women to have an experience with God like they've never had before. Fluke said, I'm the least likely. That's just the ones God loves to use. He loves to use. So let me just help somebody right here, right now. I don't know what lie you've bought into, but today we've pulled up our green leaf ancestral genealogy. And we went past all your faults, failures, even of all your families, and we went all the way back to see what you were created to be, and you were created to win. <laughs> you may have come in and said, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but you're going to leave here saying, I got proof I'm going to make it.
because I'm from a long line of people who make it. They just make it. Second point before I give whatever altar call we go into right now. Your success depends on your relationship. Don't sit on your pew and get mad at somebody else because they're growing, excelling, getting put in position because he gave every one of us a measure of faith. What you gonna do with yours? Are you gonna let lack of expectation snuff out your potential? Are you just gonna start blessing, breaking, and giving? Even when it looks like you don't have enough, you're just giving of your time. You're giving of, I may not be very smart, you say, but I'm just giving what little bit of wisdom I got. I'm giving what little mind I got. I'm giving what little word I got. I'm just going to, and guess what happens? The more you give it, it just keeps coming. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.